Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Cows and Canoes. I'm Brandon. I'm Brittany. I'm Kat. I'm Tommy. And today we are getting back into uh, more mortuary stuff. Tell us about stealing bodies in an El Camino. No, wait, pause. Damn it. I know, every time. I just wanted to say, like, so I had some friends who were adding us today, and she was clicking through the episodes, and you start the same way every time. Yeah, that's the point. So if you put it on, like, a five, just the first five seconds, it's like, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It's so <laughs> funny to listen to. It's a uh, sign-on. It. it is. Yeah. No, I'm I'm not complaining. Listen, I'm just saying I've never heard we, it that way before. We don't do ads. We don't do fucking bullshit music. We don't we don't pitch bullshit. We get into the meat and potatoes. Fuck everybody else and their, their when, self-serving goddamn podcast. We're doing this for fun because it's entertaining. Name one other time that you start a sentence with that, though. Is it just for this? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, just wondering. Uh, I mean, the other podcast, too, I do. Like, hey, guys. But, like, when you were a manager at a food place, no, no. did you start team meetings like that? No. Okay, just no, wondering. I should, though. It's like how he begins. He doesn't say grace. That's, like, how he begins dinner. Yeah, yeah. We, we all get together, and I go, hey, everybody. Your kids are coming in after school. Hey, everybody. Yeah. No. That was school. No? No, okay. just for this. Just for all right, this. sorry. Yeah, El Camino, go. Stealing bodies. Grand theft. Human, Okay, so if you if you die and you don't have enough money, uh, generally under $1,200 in property value or otherwise, then the state takes charge of your body. If the family doesn't like when the state takes charge of the body, sometimes a family will attempt to rescue the body from wherever they might be Rescue. Buried. Rescue is a very interesting term. I mean, I hate to say steal because you can't steal your own grandma. <laughs> you can. No, you definitely can if your grandma belongs to someone else. If I sell uh, my soul to the devil and my son's like, I'm getting that back, that's stealing. I don't know. I'm enough uh, native. Like, the idea that the government might be able to own grandma is way too wrong for I me. I agree. Like, for me to think the government can own a dead person. I know. I just got. It's, it's hard not a to person. agree with. It's not well, a, it it's, was a person. It was a person, and now it's just. It's become property. Meat. It's. Well, I mean, it's Now not, it's legally a problem. Yeah. 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 Yes. Now it's legally a problem. So then, uh. Let's say uh, Trump owns you. Okay, so then what? So once uh, Trump owns your ass, then uh, you get the state either chooses to cremate you or bury you. Um, usually nowadays, they do you get like, yeah, I was going to say, do you get any say in it? Like, you listen, do not. No. No, zero say. That's oh, the problem. Fuck. That's why you don't want to go, uh, like, and let them be charged, uh, be in charge. Because in the early 90s, you got buried in, like, some undesirable cemeteries that this the state or city would be like, well, nobody's using this land. And it's kind of flat. Imminent domain. Yep. We'll take that and we'll turn that into a cemetery. It's the middle of an industrial area. Meh, goods for a cemetery. And so they'll, then they own it and they'll just stick everybody there. And so uh, nowadays they just cremate everybody. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, uh, a gentleman uh, passed away, unfortunately, at a very young age. He was driving way too fast, something along those lines. And his uh, family didn't agree with the cemetery he was going to be buried in. All their family was buried in Georgia. But they didn't have the money to right. do any of that. To buy the body back. Right. And so the uh, county took over um, because nobody was willing to take take charge of the bill. If somebody was willing to say, like, I will okay, be responsible yeah. financially, then the county would have given them. So is it like the county basically holds the body hostage, though, if you don't pay us? Like, that's kind of... 
so not necessarily hostage. Basically, well, they I mean, ask obviously because he's already dead. They ask but. anybody. They say, "Do you want to take financial responsibility for this person?" Oh, and everybody's like, "Nah, dude, fuck that guy." Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna take financial. <coughs> no one wants to sign the bill to be in dead, but nobody wants him to be buried where he's right. Be so somebody drops the check at the end of the table, and everybody just kind of stares at each so other. So can I adopt a dead guy? You can adopt a dead guy, and Ooh. then I get to choose where he goes. If, if ah, listen, you don't need to open that. You're game playing. You're playing. <laughs> she's like, I have my I'm own over, funeral. No, she's <laughs> I collect dead thinking, bodies. She's like, okay, so twelve hundred dollars. How much is that next next stimulus check? <laughs> I'm just saying, if the zombies attack, I want my own. <laughs> listen, if I had my own little zombie army to fight zombies, yeah. So right. <laughs> is it kind of like one of those cafes where you can pay for a cup of coffee and a homeless guy can come get one later? I just give you guys fifteen hundred dollars and be like, hey, bury somebody. But like, I want them over that here. Way. A lot of churches do that. Like a lot of churches will um, use their extra <coughs> funds instead of like to go on mission trips or whatever. Like we have a church right next to the funeral home that's um, the like uh, Far East Redemption Church. Uh, mo- most of their people are immigrants, so they're not going to necessarily go do mission trips to like Laos right. or whatever. They know exactly what that country's like. Mm-hmm. And so instead, like, we're not going there. Yeah, no, so instead, <laughs> they use the church's money to make sure that every member has an appropriate burial, like mm. um, scholarships for kids' college, things like that. Brittany just wants to know how many headstones she can get her name on. I know. Really I'm trying to figure out can I come in and do it like an adoption, like a puppy? Be like, where's the cutest body that doesn't have it? <laughs> I'll take that one. You'll want to go to the local funeral home that does all the kids then. No, oh. that's fucked up, bro. Why would you say that? You started it. <laughs> I was being like, Haha, zombie jokes, and he's like, yeah, but dead children. <laughs> oh, no. How the fuck am I going to make child soldiers? That's fucking inefficient. So back to uh, um, the El Clearly, Camino you've story. never messed with a toddler, because <laughs> I mean, their bites are terrible. Look at this one I've got on my wrist from Charlie. <laughs> are you an actual zombie right now? Is that what's happening? <laughs> Did we just segue into this? It's true. <laughs> She's like, speaking of zombie children... In my professional opinion, she's not dead yet. Oh, fair. Okay. <laughs> my hands haven't turned black right? yet. Okay, Somebody got it. Somebody give fair. me a stick and I can test. <laughs> Poker. Whoa. No, Whoa. I swear to God he fucks dead people. Like, <laughs> I just keep getting back to that. Just because my wife doesn't move doesn't mean she doesn't enjoy it. Stop <laughs> What's your wife's name? Tina. I can just imagine that it's not tina it's just any tina that comes through right right he's like this is my wife for the next foreseeable future right. and then when another one rolls in he's like fuck yeah new tina fresh meat <laughs> it's hard it, tina's six foot three and made for me she's actually not six foot three she's only six foot one but if i i couldn't find anything respectful that riding with fun <laughs> all right so uh el camino story finish that. el camino story go jesus she Christ. says she's speechless that rarely happens so anyways, uh, so this person uh, has the funeral for the kid. The family's unhappy about the location, lets him know. He says, you know, I can't do anything about it. Like, the, the county's paying for it, and they're the government. You know, I have to do what they say. So they go to have the service, and, it, like, as soon as the service starts, they just kind of start hearing this bass in the background. I imagine it's Freebird because it has to be. <laughs> yeah, yes, for this story, yes. And so they pull up, and it's a El Camino going almost 90 to nothing down this gravel like cemetery road, which is only one car wide. So oh, if there's yeah. anybody else going along, this car is just nailing them. And then uh, there's usually tracks made by whatever backhoe or thing had to dig the hole. Right. Very few things are, uh, very few uh, cemeteries use like hand dug graves. Labor. Yeah. Those are expensive. Yeah, no, I bet. It does happen in the Northeast, though. But anyways, and so the El Camino 
whips around, does a bootleg turn, puts the uh, and drives right up to the casket. Family jumps out of the seats in the front row, grab the casket, throw it in the back of the El Camino, up with the tailgate. They all jump in their cars and off they go. So, what happens when that happens though? Like, do you call the police and say we just had a body stolen, or do you just go like, ha, all right, <laughs> like? I guess fill in the hole, guys. Right. <laughs> like, so at what that, do you do? Or do you leave the hole open and like, okay, we'll put somebody we'll, else like, in we'll there We'll get it tomorrow. next time. Yeah, like what Get in the there and lay happens? down and take some Facebook photos. No. <laughs> Look, guys. At that point, I just jump in the hole and tell them to fill it in. Yeah. <laughs> that bad, huh? Yeah. No, you call the police and just say, hey, I had this, this, and this happen. And then you call your manager. Would that be a felony, I wonder? Uh, yes. I Is say. it a kidnapping charge? I no, it. it's desecration uh, of a body, um, and then like course, improper yeah. uh, transportation of a body, and then et cetera, okay. et cetera, et cetera. There's a bunch yeah. of laws pertaining, like it, basically, if you break one law with a body, like, they, all of them apply. All of them almost. Yeah, apply. I've heard that about that. Uh, not specifically that, but like if somebody dies in a spot, You're Justin Timberlake eyes. Thanks, buddy. I've heard that. Um, so if if so, if you your face is just full of surprises. If you happen to find a dead body and you don't call it in and you decide to pick it up and carry it, why all of those things become a felony? Yeah, but why the fuck would well, you? Well, no, no, do... it, it doesn't matter why. If somebody, no, like, it matters why. Well, no, like if I saw a dead body and my first instinct was like, I better take this with me. What if you caused the dead body? Don't touch anything. Do you not watch any TV? No, no, that's no. The people point. panic. Yeah. Oh, what if I killed a guy and I was like, I have to destroy the evidence? That becomes all of those things as well. Yeah, that is the least of my worries. Yeah, I know. I'm just letting I'm you just know. I'm just saying if Not it's the murder yes. and then tacked on with like also moving the guy and like yeah. you were speeding and you weren't wearing a seatbelt and also mm-hmm. some... Un- no, murder. Yeah. yeah murder yeah, yeah. is my problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, the other stuff's you. just for I mean, they can to make be money. fair, if it's early enough in the morning and there's a dead guy in front of me, I may not think about that I'm not at work. Just pick them up, put them in the back. <laughs> go with it. Yeah, go on. So realistically, I mean, obviously you have friends, I assume, that aren't dead people. Nope. Number one. Uh, number two, like, you have to be the guy that even in the joke sense, everybody's like, well, if I have a dead body, I know I'm calling. Yeah. I mean, like, that. that is your, that's your alibi. Like, you... Well, it was even worse before because I have like a, a large expanse of like farmland that's little used. Oh, even six better. Ponds. Yeah, even better. And, uh, but yeah, people tend to like ask me strange questions, and I'm like, always we have to include the special word of hypothetically. You right. can ask me anything you want. It just has to be included with the word of hypothetically. So Best it's way to like, hide a body. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. <laughs> Two ways. Or okay. actually, I would say three. All right. Um, the first is that in Oklahoma, you can legally get dynamite for the purpose of blowing up uh, beaver dams and other such structures if you don't have a felony. Um, and where would I buy dynamite just in theory? Like, even in I, theory, like, even if it's legal to buy, I've never seen dynamite on a fucking shelf. I've seen... Um, I mean, it's at Walmart, dude. Uh, What's it called? For the gun range over at... Uh, Tannerite. 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 Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm, I see that. Over oh, there. would you find it at like a hunting store? Or I don't think so. Pawn shops? Not dynamite. Because like I've been to hunting places. I've never Google seen it. dynamite. I'm going to Google it. Just continue. So with even, the two let's and three. assume it's legal to buy. Where the fuck would you buy it in the first place? I have a cousin that gets really bored. Of course you do. And with way too much land and a grand hate of all things beaver. Okay. So he's getting. What a weird ass fucking cousin. You have no idea. Anyways. <laughs> 
Weird family that plays. So cemetery. number one, dynamite. Got it. So number one, dynamite. The other one would locate your local cemetery and check to see when they dig the hole. If they dig the hole the day before, then what you'll want to do is go in, especially but not during a dry season, kind of wet. Um, and then you uh, dig five feet down, and then you put the body underneath that. Then you fill back in the hole. The reason you don't want it to be wet is then you can then take a uh, like an, a two a couple implements. Um, and then make it look like the backhoe marks were there mm-hmm. to hide your evidence. So that you can actually buy dynamite on eBay. Do people what? No fucking way. There's do, no fucking way that's legal. Do people inspect grave sites yeah. to make sure that I'm they're sure. like before and after to make sure they're not tampered with? I have never seen that, but I also have never worked for a cemetery, so I can't attest to that. Oh wait, okay. I can Hold imagine on. somebody there's licensed too. What you can buy on eBay is something called explosive energy. It looks like dynamite, but it's for like drinking. Oh, no. okay. it's it's uh... right. So actually, uh, what I was going to say is that I've heard um, that in shadier parts of the country, mm-hmm. um, that grave stacking has been a problem where multiple people are in the same grave site. So that's actually legal in most. You is just it? have to do it. Um, that's actually what we plan on doing in my personal family plot. It's called a double depth. We dig 12 feet down. Double on the decker. Front. Double <laughs> Like deckers. a bunk bed? Yeah. It, kind um, of, yeah. I call top bunk. It saves space, so it's economical as well as it allows uh, cemeteries to make a little bit more money because what you do is you pay full opening and closing on both graves, so they make double the money on one piece of property. Interesting. Have you guys seen Burlesque? Love it. No, I don't think. No. Uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones, is that the one? No, that's Chicago. Chicago. No, that I haven't seen Burlesque. So in Burlesque, uh, to save the place that she works, they do something called air rights, which is the space above the building can't mm-hmm. be sold. Yeah. So this is the opposite of that. Yes. You're just buying more depth. So you put the first person 12 feet down, and mm-hmm. then the second person um, goes on top of that person, but the person on the bottom has to have a certain rated either vault or uh, mm-hmm. box to make sure that they can take the weight of the other person. I can imagine that would be used like Hmm. if the wife and I, with one of us passing first and we wanted to be in the same spot, that would be a very common concept. Yes. Okay. Okay, so I have found six places online that you can actually buy dynamite. Uh, Woodwind and Brasswind, Electronics Dynamite, Oh ZZ Sounds, uh, Adorama, I don't imagine D&H photo. any of these things. That doesn't make any sense. They're all marked at 99 cents. So if I click on That's this first no one, fucking way. it's, um, we're about to see a gentleman with a walk up to the door. It's something <laughs> called dynamite. I don't think it's actual dynamite. Suspicious searches. Yeah. With a sophisticated class A design and specially selected high grade FETs, the DM1 has the lowest self noise in its class. Additionally, the gain is provided at, is always a consistent 28 dB regardless Decibels. of the connected. That's not dynamite. So, hypothetically, in my experience, yeah. you can get quarter sticks of dynamite fairly easy from uh, fire or, uh, firework stations that have That actually have the rating for it, yeah. Or These happen to electronic. have large RVs yeah, yeah. parked no, behind no. them. So, that's mm-hmm. actually, you can see the end of it. That's actually for microphones. That's a whole different thing. Those three little connectors, That's a di- that's a microphone thing. Yeah, so when you're talking about decibels. Oh, a preamp. Yes. Okay, that's what you can buy. So online. that body stacking thing, is that, I mean, in in places where there's earthquakes, do they have to, like... I assume there's different regulation, yeah. 
to be honest so with earthquakes it's so strange so with earthquakes you have um, the difference between a 1.0 and a 2.0 is 10 times so each increase is tenfold so the difference between a 1.0 and a 3.0 is a hundred times the energy so you have the chance of like places like Seattle which have the possibility of a 9.2 earthquake like maximum right that's of un- nine million times a 1.0 yeah you have unbelievable movement where a casket may you know move 30 to 50 feet right like in the ground so there at that point you just have to hope that you can locate everybody See, that's not what actually bothers me is that like what actually is really fun is down when uh, not fun let me rephrase that question that point um down in new orleans whenever mm-hmm. they actually had the flooding is that they had the mausoleums which were all above ground and the caskets actually floated and then there were bodies that literally left their mausoleums and they mm-hmm. were everywhere you know and those those are a whole different ball game at that point it turns oh, out my shit show. regular Google search does not turn up anything more dangerous than fancy fireworks mm. and tannerite. Yeah, tannerite, I can believe. That's less uh, dangerous because it doesn't linger um, Yeah, so I cannot linger just buy straight-up dynamite. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not surprised by that. Okay. Have you so, ever had anybody, um, like, with a failure to pay for something? Is there any situation that there would be, like, a, like, oh, a repossession? Kidding. We do not do repossessions once. The, is that a thing? You're not legally allowed to hold the body um, hostage for any reasons, financial or otherwise. Unless you're the state. Unless you're the state. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Always the exception. Yeah. Right. You guys can't do that, but we we're going to do that. Yeah, yeah right. so if for whatever reason they decide not to pay us, we can choose not to hold their service. But if okay. should they get another funeral home to agree to do their service, we can't prevent that funeral home from picking up the person. So, but okay. you know everybody, well, and no, no. So, so you call them, right? You're like, well, let me fuckers. ask a question on that, though. So you can't hold the Is body. Is there a code word? But let's say <clears throat> I decide we, we want to pick up our own Tuesday. body. Yeah. Can I just pick up the body? So like there I, are, got, I got an El Camino. So <laughs> legally, you can. But the problem is, is that you have to do so in a respectful and dignified manner. Sure. That's legal. You also have to have a transport permit, and you have to have a... So it's way more red tape to be able to do. It is, and you also have to have, like, you can't just pick up, like, uh, Uncle Johnny and take him for a joyride for the fun of it. There has to be a purpose in moving. So, like, Mm. I couldn't just, like, decide that, like, uh, if someone passed away and I really liked them. Like, let's say somebody super famous, like Garth Brooks, if yeah. he passed away, and I just want to ride around with Garth Brooks in my van. Like, not only like is that super the creepy. Him. Yeah. Not <laughs> only is that super creepy, but it's illegal because there's no purpose for taking that person anywhere. So, okay. So, it, being not legal and things that people actually do are often not in the same boat. Correct. So, have you heard stories of people doing that kind of thing? Like, let's say, I, I, like, I, I know for a fact, um, not for a fact, I've heard for a fact. Um, that if you pick up a body and you have to go from point A to point B, you can only go point A to point B. You can't make certain stops. You can get gas. You can do certain things. But you can't, like, go to lunch and leave the body in the back. Right? Is, is that correct? That depends on environmental, like, circumstance. Like, in Oklahoma, you can't do it in the summer, but it's not a legal thing. Oh. It's just a, like, responsibility because the body can't handle the temperature that that vehicle is going to get to. Yeah, no, I had a soda can explode in my truck a couple days ago right turns out. general I put idea, a closed can of dr pepper and i got in there today and the top was blown open i was like oh, oh. It, it was hot a couple days except ago except instead of uh, like exploding because we've sealed them with uh, formaldehyde they just dehydrate and mm. that causes the lips the eyes and everything to open so instead of going to look so like a resting yeah, yeah. <laughs> a resting person which we've done like oh, with they makeup look terrified? and everything else 
well, they they look really, really dead. They look like old-fashioned movie dead instead of like what we do now, which is kind of like a uh, CGI dead. Gotcha. So, have you heard anybody misappropriating their time with a body? Yeah. And did We've anybody... only heard stories. That's what I'm yeah. asking. I, I don't expect you to have done it. You're right. I hope not. Brittany does. Yeah, I was going to say, are we, still, like... are we back to fucking? <laughs> is that the question you're asking? Have no, you heard of no, someone no, fucking no, a body? No, oh. somebody just doing things they shouldn't have. So there's um, actually an issue right now of people getting a degree like for uh, just funeral directing and then maybe having somebody that they don't necessarily know mm-hmm. operate with the uh, funeral directing and embalming then opening up like a storefront like in a on like a shopping center or like outlet mall type oh, area like selling plots mm-hmm. of land that and what really they'll there. do there is they'll get the local uh, mortuary service to go do the pickup for them and then do everything else and that only charges two hundred and fifty dollars so then they charge the family five hundred dollars and they have never touched the person don't know they just the made all the arrangements and that's it yeah they literally just make one one or two phone calls do a little bit of paperwork and make the money they never see the people, never react with the people, and so they can't guarantee like the quality. Mm. And so a lot of people that tend to not be able to get jobs in other funeral homes go to their, those places. Super sketch. And that's, that's like the black market of funeral homes. Right, and that's where you get like the really sketchy. There's one place that's really famous story. It was in Illinois where the gentleman, instead of cremating the bodies, decided to bury them in the outback. There was like a 30, 40-acre plot, and he was buried like 200 bodies. And I know it for a fact. It is eight times more work to bury bodies than it is to do a cremation. But if you don't have the crematorium, yeah. If oh, he had a crematorium. He had it, and he, he wasn't using it. it. The only reason he got caught is because the state uh, uh fully uh watches how much natural gas you use to make sure that you're not using it for uh, cremations that are not authorized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they he uh, was underutilizing. Mm-hmm. Why though? I can't figure that out for the life of me. It would literally take, you know, six to eight hours of hand digging a grave for each person. I know why. Because he didn't agree with cremation. It's super easy once someone trusts you with their loved one for you to be like, okay, but this is what we should do. Interesting. So if you don't thought. believe so, in cremation. So you and think they're he like, had hey, a uh, personal, like, anti stance of yeah, some kind? Yeah, that's the only thing that would make sense to me is if people are like, it's an hey, interesting thought. I wouldn't have put that in there, love, like, the personal belief of being like, I wouldn't do that. That's okay. interesting. So my dad yeah. uh, grew up Catholic yeah. and then wasn't, but it was a big to-do. Right. So we didn't have the mass for him, but we did have a priest come in and do the funeral. And having him cremated was a huge thing because you're not supposed to. Yeah. So from that perspective, I could see, like, if my family member that I'm not going to call out was like, yeah, of course I'll cremate your body for you. She'd totally fucking bury you instead. She'd mm. be like, nope, this motherfucker's going to heaven one way or the other. So right, his personal belief took over the uh That's the, the only thing wishes. that would make, yeah, that would make sense to me. Interesting. So, fun fact, the Pope has decided it's okay for Catholics <coughs> to be cremated. The ashes just aren't allowed to be separated. Yeah. I've heard that before. Yeah, but this was before that. Yeah, this Pope is, like, on point. Yeah, I have yeah. questions. Is it my turn yet? Yeah, it's okay. always your turn. <laughs> I have a whole list of questions. I know. Look but... at her notebook. It's, like, fully filled. I'm writing oh, your things hand. down, too. <laughs> She's got <laughs> I'm just not as prepared. <laughs> All right, you can go you're, first. You're not let me as your prepared. Okay, murder let me borrow, let me is your my pen. next one. 
Have you have you ever been working on a body and you like you were like, wait a minute, this is fucking suspicious? Yes, but usually uh, with nursing homes, I have had one story that was really uh, strange, where a family couldn't get their story straight in front of a police officer, and so instead of uh, like they the person passed away, obviously dead, and then they uh, they <laughs> decided to hold two and a half hours of prayer over him and then call nine one one. But yeah, mm. no, that's sketch as fuck. Agreed, but they didn't bother to because it was a very well-to-do family with a like a nursing staff and everything. The nursing staff just hadn't been there that day yet, and so um, he was doing well, you know, before that, and so had health conditions. And so, did the, someone was there like a mysterious new will that they discovered? That will never calm discover. down, Carol Baskin. <laughs> We we never discovered that. We just we have to sit there because the cops are usually a- asked like three or four questions, and as long as you answer the three or four questions like with a modicum of you know intelligence, like no, we did not wait two and a half hours before we called nine one one. Right. So let me just kind of piggyback on that one then. And the theory I understand of um, you know common sense dictates somebody dies, you call somebody to handle it, whether it be police or whether it be just whoever. Right, so what happens whenever you absolutely know that that person didn't die from whatever they got brought in for? So we we talked on the first episode about stab wounds in the back, and you talked about nursing homes possibly being that cause. Um, What happens whenever that, not only does that happen, but do you have to um, actually take that to the next level and say, hey, listen, this is not only, you know, this, but I need to call the cops. cops. That's what he said. Yeah, he has to call the police if they're suspicious. Yeah, but what actually happens when you do that? Are the cops going to be the ones to just come out and check out the body as well? Or they they come out and verify what you say? Or they just go, okay, cool, thanks for letting us know, and we'll look at the, the people. They send it to the so city morgue. The the local police um, that we deal with, I can't, uh, you know, speak for all yeah. police departments. But what they do is if we call them out and we call them and say that we're so-and-so funeral home, mm-hmm. we put our reputation on the line with them. And so, it, so no false alarms. No false alarms. And they prefer to have, like, if there's, like, a, if I, you know, come out there. Not you to do it, but the head guy to do it, number one. Right. Well, I can I could do it and say I'm with so-and-so if I'm willing to give my name, you know, yeah. all that stuff and location. Because they already have, a, they already know that somebody died at that location. Sure. Um, either reported uh, to the medical examiner through the hospital or whatever, and so once we're once we're out there, and if we have that suspicion, our job is to try to secure the area as much as possible. Not you know where we're clearing people off, you know physically, mm-hmm. but if we can convince them to just leave the room and leave it be, mm-hmm. and then we'll wait for the police to arrive, and then they either decide that yes that this needs to be looked at by the medical examiner, in which case another person will take charge, okay. or um, B, know that this doesn't need to be looked at any further, and then they're putting their reputation... Right, now that's on pickup. I'm talking about if you actually already have it at the funeral home. Oh, that in that case, uh, what a lot of times will happen is we'll call the medical examiner and say that you need to come look at this. Oh, so you skip the cops at that point. Yep. You go to the ME instead. Yeah, just straight to the medical examiner at that point. Gotcha. Okay, that makes more sense, and that's what I was asking about. All right, what's your other question over there, Nine nine Tails? Okay, um, I wanted to know if you had any stories about peculiar grieving. So somebody going to, like... Uh, like something... Have you ever seen the IT crowd? No? No? No, anybody? No. Okay, so uh, dude's in, tar- in charge of company, CEO dies, right? Jumps out the window because of tax, ev- ex- ev- uh, tax evasion. 
and then uh, the son shows up, like been missing for years, and he's like, "Father!" Like doing this entire well over the top thing, and everybody's like, "The fuck is wrong with this guy? We don't even know who he is." Do you know you can hire a professional mourner to do shit like that? We need just one of those people on this like podcast. I know um, some good ones. Do you? All right, so somebody going way over the top, like you have to watch that episode clip because it's fantastic. Or someone who doesn't, like a wife who's you know who doesn't cry at all. She's husband. like, "No, yeah, it's good." Yeah. So, uh, I've had, and I'm married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had. I don't w- think that's actually legal. I think you have like thirty days or something. I've had one gentleman where I had to physically restrain him um, for talking about double depth earlier. It was a double depth casket or uh, burial. So this is you know approximately t- ten foot drop directly onto a metal casket. Yeah, and um, he had not. He wasn't allowed within ten feet of the grave. Because the guy operating the forklift earlier that earlier the other day had to prevent him from jumping headfirst in. Why don't you just like, let him like and then suicide him. wise? Like, yeah, it's like suicide wise. Yeah, just Tennessee's let not going to kill you. It will if onto a metal box. Mm, eh, He's maybe. about three fifty, about yeah, five okay, foot six. Okay. <laughs> like if he fit into the grave, like he was a goner. Yeah, okay. But uh, and so like like, no, I, no, like you can fall ten feet under your skull. You're gonna probably get brain damage. You'll probably crack it. But with I'm just with saying, metal let help, him down fine. there, and then it's a triple death. A yeah, tri- triple. The death. last thing you want though is uh, you know <laughs> X and X funeral with home had so and so commit suicide on them. Now they have the service. Like that's newsworthy and the yeah. Worst you don't thing. want in the news. We want the last thing to do is to be in the news in any way, shape, or form. Got it. Got it. Got have it. you ever buried people together? As in, like, a couple in the same casket together? Yeah. yeah. Have you uh, ever buried people in the same mm, casket? Not in the same... So, yes, in the same casket. Um, it was um, three brothers under the age of six who died in a car wreck. We oh. got an oversized oh. car wreck. Uh, oversized Thanks for bringing casket. down the mood, cat. And uh, we had to put them, like, uh, you know, like the almost like the three little bears. And to mm-hmm. A to B. Yeah. No, um, just shoulder to shoulder. We had an, over, we had an oversized width. casket. Oversized width. Over width mm-hmm. casket. And then they bought two spaces. So it all just went, you know, centered down. That's Thanks, Kat. Let's um, make something I, a little more fun, I, uh, please. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I brought that question up because I was really hoping you were going to have, like, yeah, this old couple had been married since they were 15 and they died within nope. 10 hours. That very rarely happens. Usually you get to go on at least a couple of years without the one you loved and Sometimes, slowly waste yeah. away. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so. <laughs> Do you get what high? Was, I feel like you'd be the most fun most? stoned. <laughs> <laughs> what was your she most enjoyable experience Sorry, like with them. with like can I borrow that? I'm trying to trick him into saying it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Jesus Christ. It was that one time in the fridge. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, Lots the of most lube required. It's I, fine. I don't want to say there's like an enjoyable time, but you know, there's a fulfilling moment like when a widow of, you know, a marriage of 60 years, um, you know, her she doesn't have her son, she doesn't have anybody there with her. Yeah. And she, she asked you to like walk in and see her husband for the last time and like hold her hand and talk to her. And um, what I enjoy is getting to hear people's stories. Like, I've got to hear so many crazy stories and developments of how people got to be where they are and what they did with their life, mm-hmm. whether it be from, like, one guy who sold um, rubber tires during World War One and made a fortune doing that. Turns out he was also a bootlegger, but nobody ever said that out loud. <laughs> right, valid. <laughs> but, uh, and I mean, just different stories like that from, you know, being able to try to comfort the widow whose uh, husband, you know, killed himself in front of her. Ugh. Like, there's, you know, there's at least... It makes me feel better that I'm trying to do something different. 
I'm trying to think of the right way to uh, phrase this. Have you ever actually had to work through something with somebody where you're like, you, like, I don't want like to say there's therapy a therapy session. I don't want to say there's no, no. I don't want to say there's a bad person out there who deserves death because that's not the right thing I want to say. But there are certain times whenever even the family is like, yeah, we saw this coming and it's better off for this person. It's like the lady comes in, her husband just died, but she's in a sling and she's got a black eye and she's like, kind of, listen, yeah. at some point I just had to stab him. So yeah. both ways, a lot of times when we get older, like um, as your body starts to shut down, your brain doesn't function the same. Right. And some people can become uh, not the same personality or especially mm -hmm. after a stroke or any traumatic brain injury. So we've seen occasion where like a marriage of 70 or 70 years or 60 years mm -hmm. is, you know, messed up by one stroke and the personality changes and the person's a not nice person a not kind person, you know, says terrible things to everybody. Right. I've seen that from and I've also seen where a, uh, a gentleman's religious belief was um, he had kidney disease mm -hmm. and um, he couldn't do uh, dialysis because of his religious beliefs. So to mm. go without dialysis and have kidney disease yeah, is an terrible. incredible, painful way to go. Yeah. Um, and so he suffered for like two weeks of screaming in the house with his family having to hear it. Mm. And so like at that one, yeah. like you're almost happy for the guy. Well, what came to mind was there was this story, I think it was in Britain, um, in Great Britain, there was a guy um, who killed his wife. Um, and he called the cops, told him straight out, like, yes, I'm, I, I hit her in the head with a hammer. Um, because she had dementia, she doesn't know where she is. She she quit being able to go to the bathroom on her own. Uh, we don't qualify for assistance. That would like actually euthanasia. like an assi assi it, assisted it's a, suicide. It's, well, it's more euthanasia. She didn't know what was happening though, because oh. dementia. Oh. Yeah, it's it's more of he put her out because that that's the best option for her. She could no longer go to the bathroom by herself. She couldn't eat by herself. She didn't know where she was, so on and so forth. So it's he had to put her down. They didn't charge the guy. They were like, okay, well. You know, given the circumstance, you guys were married for 60 years or something like that. You know, so they thought it was, you know, they the the ruling on it that he wouldn't stand any jail time, anything like that because of it. So when you have those kind of situations, do you see that really ever happen? Not somebody murders their loved one, but like, you know, somebody like, we are glad that person is no longer in pain. A lot, especially anybody generally over the age of 90. Mm -hmm. or um ALS or like any like parkinsons anything like that that really makes people watch their loved one debilitate over years right. is a really difficult one and it uh i would say each family that's had to deal with that whether it be with a brother or a father they are so deeply affected by the time that that funeral comes around that is the least thing that they've had to face and it's almost like a you know, easy compared to their day-to-day -day life. So then with that in mind, how do you feel about the whole um, assisted suicide thing? There was that girl who uh, was dying of a cancer that was uh, incurable. There was no way she was coming back from it. She had stage four. She had an end-of-life thing and then um, had all these celebrations. And then uh, she got sued by the state for arranging an assisted suicide. Um, and it was like, listen, like, I know I'm going out. There's no way around it. Um, and she fought really hard for it. I don't know what the end result of legal action was. I know it's still not legal to actually have I'm assisted sorry. suicide. Whatever, I'm sorry. A, whatever. I'm ASMR. trying to Google these things as you're yeah. saying them, and my phone is like, you're I good. Don't know how I work. Um, so wh where do you fall on that one? Because you probably see more death than anybody, really, in reality. Um, if you prevent people from being able to take their own life in a legal or uh, humane manner, they'll take it anyway. Mm. I've seen far too many World War II veterans who had lived 
wonderful lives mm-hmm. who had you know multiple generations of family you know usually large amounts of wealth and they will drive out to the middle of nowhere and just end it because they're done they don't have their friends aren't around they're haunted by the past right their wife you know of however many years isn't around they can't function or go to the bathroom by themselves and at some point when the dignity's gone and everybody can deal with that and i think to if you prevent people from being able to do that themselves Mm. or have that option they'll find a way to do it themselves and we i've had several it's a less clean way for sure mm -hmm, i've had several several um veterans you know uh you know 90 plus years of age take their favorite handgun drive out to a state park or somewhere far away from their loved ones and just off themselves and the problem with that is then we don't find them for multiple days Mm -hmm. they never notified their loved ones so the state of trying to repair them for their loved ones is incredibly difficult on our behalf i don't want to do this anymore okay okay let's switch up a different conversation yes please all right cat another question uh yelp reviews Tell me some funny ones. Are there Yelp reviews? That. Not that I'm aware of. We generally do. I was going to say, I can't imagine that's a Yelp thing. From pastors. Sorry, so, I, she was she was smoking. I thought vaping, she was a dragon, yeah. but I, I'm so confused. Well, she is a dragon. That's not the point. <coughs> I can't imagine doing a Yelp review on a funeral home. I work at the floor store, so I can Well, yeah, no, I've worked in restaurants, but like. I can assume I, Karen's will do it for anything. She's like, this I kid's can, lemonade stand was trash. Like, do you ask people for, like, five-star Facebook reviews? No, like, we Jesus don't. Uh, we only talk to, like, the pastors of local churches. Um, and we, like, the, the way the funerals work is each person, of course, has their own option to use whatever funeral home they like. But it either goes by location or it generally goes by church. So, like, my location that de- we deal with a lot of the Catholic churches in Tulsa and there uh and so we get our recommendations through the preachers and through the priest because they've seen our work before so they can recommend it to said family okay tell us about um horny widows have you ever come across those what is this uh fucking uh wedding crashers like what is this I'm just asking. We're doing all the movie tropes. I don't want to say I can confirm (laughs) that this was a polyamorous uh, family. Mm. But But hypothetically. Hypothetically, um, I was the limo driver. And the nobody sat. Usually somebody kind of sits in the passenger seat. It's Mm -hmm. generally roomy, especially if you're above five foot nine. The limo is just not very roomy in the front. And um, I'm they were drinking smoking definitely not cigarettes and uh i can't it was like late enough at night because you if you rent a limo we always tell them like it's the same price if you need to take you to dinner or whatever like you know they'll drop you off afterwards you just have to plan it ahead of time okay um we just ask that you also feed the limo driver sure sure yeah right make them wait yeah and so um when they got out of dinner they had all been drinking because i was driving and i'm 90% 90% sure there was enough hands going under, you know, other people's things in no particular order. So it was like Grandpa's dead, but he was a big fan of orgies. So. It was like um, one of the members had passed. Members of what? Uh, members of this the large. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, because oh, okay. there, were, there were six other people. Oh, Jesus. Um, Four guys and uh, two females. Okay. Jesus Christ. I can imagine. Fuck that. It I was can. one of that the strangest has... car rides ever. 
Listen, people grieve in weird ways. Call it what you I will. I was going to ask, like, what's the, uh, like, your most awkward moment? But I might have to mark that this question off. awkward <laughs> moment. Most awkward moment was when I was, I uh, had the owner's son-in-law with me. The owner of, of the, the funeral home. Oh, the owner of the funeral home, son-in-law with me for his first ever, like, real, like, house call. Mm, like, out in the, the real world. The first time he saw a dead body. Not the first time we saw it. He's worked in a funeral home before, but, like, not been out in, like, the rougher areas. Mm-hmm. And um, I pull up to this house. So, like, his bedside manner had not been developed yet? Right. Not quite mature or, you know, seen a lot and very sheltered individual. And so I take him to this house, and I instantly know there's a problem because there's about 40 people standing off to my left. And then there's about five cops off to my right oh, in shit. front of the house. And uh, keep in mind, this town only employs seven cops, period. Right, so, so at that point, you're yeah. like, we'll come back later. <laughs> nope. I, uh, I tell you him, job I, I said, yeah, if, you, if anybody comes near this van, you lock that door and drive away. Don't you worry about me. I'll take care of myself. And so I go up to the cop and I said, you know, what's going on? I said, well, the reason we're here is um, they've happened to attack the last couple funeral directors that came to pick up like one of their family members. So you were the you were plan C at this point. Uh, this for was picking well, up this body. Well, their entire family had been banned from so many funeral homes. We were 45 minutes away in the closest funeral home that would deal with them. Jesus. How long I, was that body there? I mean, well, the better question is if this wasn't the first body, like how often is it taking to be able to get banned? Like what? In the well, the funeral before mine, which is why I had the full police force. Yeah. Um, so one of the family members charged down the aisle and um, beat the preacher half to death. Did the, the preacher of... kill the guy? Why? No, the uh, the guy just apparently didn't like what the preacher had to say. Oh. Did the preacher forgive him is the better question. The preacher's like, Jim was an honest man. I think and he's <laughs> like, Bubba was a liar. And just came in like, he always him. cheated at Monopoly. I, I know it. <laughs> I don't know if the pre- preacher even remembers the incident. Fair enough. Because that's what brain damage does. Yes. Okay. Yes, heard that. And so, uh, so we're there, and they say, well, we have to go in through the back door. And I said, well, the front door's said. right there. And they said, no, we can't go in that way. And I, I have no idea why. You're I just like, all right, cool, all right, man. cool, man. Yeah. We'll follow through. Turns out it was a hoarder house. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And they had enough stuff buried that you going waist height, um, you could only go, like, uh, shuffle foot one foot in front of the other. You couldn't even put two feet down. So this lady was a very large lady and had died getting mm-hmm. up off the toilet yep. but had head first into a full bathtub so she drowned herself actually most likely yeah the other problem was then that absorbed all that water into yep. her tissue while she got to sit into the house uh, for however long it took for anybody to find her in the first mm-hmm. place in and situations like that do you have to actually break down walls i've only ever had to um, break down one wall and it wasn't me. It was the fire department, and it was because the lady was too large to fit down the hallway of her trailer. Um, so the fire department like had Gilbert to... Grape. Yeah, yeah. And so they yeah, had to uh, cut out the uh, back wall of the trailer, and it scared the bejesus out of me because I walked into the trailer, and there was a fighter fire fighter fighter who had fallen through the floor. And so I thought it was really cool because I thought they hired a little person firefighter. Shut up. And so all of a sudden, like, this arm that's normal all size, right. like, reaches out. That's terrible. So in that situation, is it like a, a – I don't know how to do this tactfully. You know those harnesses that they, like, 
if dolphins need move a, cattle with yeah is it that kind of situation the jurassic park thing that, that they drop the cow dignified. into the more dignified than that what would happened be more dignified after what a certain point um because we don't have like a certain amount of special equipment depending like once you get over a certain size they don't make equipment big enough for you. Right, they right, only right. make animal equipment. Right. Right. And we don't use that because we don't have like the facilities for it just to keep it around. Right, right, right. Because um, generally um, people that um, pass away because of their size don't have large financial means. Right. Sure. Because uh, they you know, have been able to work for however many years. And so, so – No, wait. This is the middle. He's in the middle of a thing. And so uh, once that gets started, what you have to do is you have to just move them one person at a time. The biggest person I've ever moved personally by myself with no help was 752 pounds. Oof. It was out of a – How did you do that? It was out of the bottom tray at a morgue, which um, means that you basically have to, like, pull them over a three-inch lip and right. then onto your cot. What happens is that you basically take the person's leg and you move it to where you want their body to be and then you take the other the other leg and then you move it next to it and then you do just the and you have to try to if you can get a sheet underneath them yeah and then you uh use it uh for lifting if you can't which i couldn't under this individual you just literally move them like an inch at a time just slowly just one Mm -hmm. piece of body i'm not sure i've ever seen a 750 pound person can you there's an entire tv show he's 30 he was 32 years old Oh Jesus! Um, and he wore a size twenty-two shoe at six foot three, because um, his foot had developed that much like fatty tissue on it. Yeah, no, it's nuts. So the uh, the question I was going to ask on that one, right? So you have to do the that oversized concept, right? Mm-hmm. And, and when it comes down to everything, when you decide to do the casket side of that, like, is it normally like? Do you have to recommend something to the family like, hey, listen, um, <laughs> we ever recommend had- <laughs> cremation? Or do you guys have a, like a big and tall catalog? So we- <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had somebody be like, I'm a small casket? And you're like, yeah. you're more like a large, listen. extra large. Yeah. So yes to all three of those. <laughs> okay. uh, let's start out with uh, we've had to tell people. So we have it in inches in width uh, to your elbows or the largest uh, point of your body. Okay. So like um, in your legs, yeah, your elbows are out. Right. Okay. So if we can get you to like 26 and a half inches, we can fit you in generally most caskets. Okay. Um, certain caskets, depending on the size or if it's a ta- uh, a Trappist casket, meaning made mm-hmm. by Catholic monks, yeah, yeah. Uh, they tend to be skinnier in width, and right. so like a larger person would be able to fit in those because there's sure. no adjustment. However, there is a company called Goliath Caskets, which I've dealt with several times, which deals in um, either custom-made caskets for uh, large people or colors. Um, like they ha- they can do like a royal purple or orange or whatever. I thought like, you meant colors of people. I was like, bro, how are you going to be th- listen, racist at this the is end black, of the podcast? This is a black person casket. <laughs> right? That's why I was like, colors? What the fuck? No, no. Because uh, no, like some people want up. like them to match like the college of their choice. Oh. And, and, like, whoa. Like, do not tell what? me that there are people I who are like. I got to match this to my boomer sooner. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Like in I bleed Alabama. orange. Like yeah. an Alabama crimson. crimson is different than an OU crimson. And oh, yeah, this no, company, who gives a fuck? Dead they people. Do. They do. Weird. Yeah. If you bury me in a uh, anything but a OU crimson casket, if it is the wrong type of color, mm. I will haunt you. Is this a personal so burn, statement you're making? Burnt yes. orange it is. Okay. We're going burnt orange. Hook yeah. them horns on that one. No, I'm kidding. I'm not a Texas fan. It's fine. It's okay. I, I wasn't going to forgive you. But. Yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> I don't forgive you for even making the joke, but we'll move forward. 
I'm actually a state fan. I don't even know my whatever. But uh, yeah, you can somewhere. you know, you could control the uh, the color of the casket from a royal purple to an orange to like mm-hmm. uh, you know a crimson. Um, but you also can control like the size and the width. Right, right. And then um, that also comes with um, the sturdiness of the end handles. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. you need like it, some cultures require you to be walked to the grave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it will happen no matter how many people require. Mm-hmm. In that case, you can get an extended casket to fit. Eight, more people. handles yeah. so many people things like that have you ever had someone so large that they had to be carried by a motorized vehicle yeah i'm sure no actually no what we do is we call every we, i've it, seen them before it may happen soon but as of right now we have enough individuals in the company that are large and strong enough that if we can get, you know, eight fully grown men and funeral directors hauling people mm-hmm. upstairs, then we can generally do it. But as we progress in age and uh, people are getting ever larger and some of the churches are building ever larger stairways, which I don't mm-hmm. understand, um, it gets people. a little bit more difficult. So um, I'm going to try to wrap-ish. No, are you no, 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 no. more questions? Hold on, hold on. I have a whole with handful. My, with my last question here on my oh, side. Oh, my God. Okay. So we have a... a you guys remember Chris Topher? Yes. Okay. Did you know he actually studied to be uh, a, a mortuary? No, I feel like I remember well, no, no, no. that. No, this is a true story. Door. So the problem I is, I would die. He worked in Oklahoma City the same time the Oklahoma City bombing happened. Oh, no. mm-hmm. And then, oh, I feel like I do remember. And then this. he was like, "Nope, I'm fucking done." Right? Because yeah. it was a major I catastrophic event. It, it wasn't just you know. It wasn't just people. Like, there was everything in that entire thing. You know, there were children, there were adults, there was everything. Yeah. So, at that point, he decided, listen, I'm fucking done. Have you ever gotten to the point of doing that job where you're like, you know what? I think I'm done. Like, I I don't know if I can continue. Obviously, you have continued. But have you actually been like, no, I don't want to do this anymore? Do you ever have to take, like, a long weekend to get over something? Yeah. Mentally, um... Not really. Uh, I've actually been distracted for most of my career. Uh, my mom had kidney disease, and I was trying to donate a kidney to her. Sure. So I had something else to focus on, and mm-hmm. like through the sad times or the rough times, I would go, you know, call her, contact her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, since past, everything's been getting a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. But I would say, like, the hardest times where I've ever had to kind of like just sit down was I had a lady who um, lost her husband, and the husband had uh, killed himself in front of her. Mm. And so um, we were doing the vid- the video, like, and she wanted the pictures in a particular order. Mm-hmm. And so she then recounted to me the exact, like, mm. weekend, detail for detail, what happened, mm. you know, so on and so forth. And so after that one, like, after that funeral finished, I think I took, like, two days just to... There's like, hey... Yeah, like I'm out for a little bit. Like my mm-hmm. back hurts or you know whatever. I'm, right, right. I'm gonna take a, uh, a few days off. Get out. Yeah. But generally, like what always got me, <clears throat> it's never the tragedy will happen almost no matter, and you're really lucky if it hasn't happened to you. Mm-hmm. Um, what will get what gets me is when families divide over dumb reasons. Mm. Like once we had a um a, a child pass away, mm. and the parents were in the middle of a divorce. And I've never seen anything so brutal in my life. Yeah, because they're I mean, they're taking out each other's hostilities uh, right, over this at the same right, time. Right, and they're and they're both you know uh, uh, dealing with the un- unimaginable yeah, feelings. Can't even imagine. And then the negativity of each other added on to it. And yeah. then, you know the families are trying to like break a wall between them. You know divide them, but they hadn't even moved out of the house. Like mm. it was a 
it was truly just one of those things like that was one of the things like this is terrible yeah yeah i don't think like i'll be honest i don't think that's a job i could do not even like just the dead bodies thing and everything else that goes with it but like i I'm one of those guys that happen to just view the worst a lot of times in people. And if I see something like that, I don't think I could hold my mouth shut. I think I would be that guy that'd be all like, what the fuck is wrong with both of you? Like, there's no way I wouldn't. That's the problem I think I would have do you in have, that job. Do you have moments where you have to, like, Restrain people? Like, how do you... Yeah. How do you deal with that? Like, how do you There's, keep yourself? I couldn't. I know I couldn't. I'm not asking you, Brandon. No, no, Shut I know. up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus He's like, Christ. I couldn't do it. I know. No. I know you can't do yeah. it. I'm asking Tommy, our guest. So I can't you, stop talking on this thing. You, you can't. Put you just have to look at it. Like, and when things like that happen, you have to look at it legally. Uh, where in certain circumstances, like let's say you got um, your wife passed away. Mm. And then you got remarried to not Miss Karen the second. <laughs> Miss Karen the second um, decides that your kids can't view your body. They can't go to your funeral and they have nothing to do with you. You know, after you pass away, we have to enforce those wishes of your next of kin, no matter how much we don't want to do it. So to be clear, then the current wife's wishes supersede children. Yes. Um, your, your, your spouse. Yes, right. So this is something I've seen happen before and two separate occasions one was the gentleman received a social security benefits, mm. um, disability benefits payment. Money is always... The day before he passed away, they were going to get divorced the day after. Um, unfortunately, he... Uh, <laughs> She's going to be entitled. He had a heart condition or whatever. And so um, instead of the money going to his kids, she then took his wallet, which she was entitled to by the hospital's rights, and took all the money out of his accounts. And then he went to county trash. because he did not have enough money to be able to afford because his own funeral. Because she took it all. Because she took it all. But then divorced him, and so she wasn't legally responsible. God damn. Can you divorce someone post mortem? That's cold-hearted. You can refuse to take uh, legal responsibility. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Okay. That's fucked. That and trying cold. to find cash out of the meth head's real hard. Yeah. Valid. <laughs> All right, so you guys are up. I, that was my last question. That's all okay, I Okay, I want to know, how good are you at makeup? Like, do you... I'm that a thing personally terrible. So, yes, I'm supposed to be good at it, but I actually have... I'm supposed have, to be good at it. I actually have something called uh, dysgraphia, which is like dyslexia, but it involves fine motor skills. I'm basically really? stuck at, like, a six- to seven-year-old, like, fine motor skill for the rest of my life. So, so like, I can't write. I can't draw. When I was in daycare, kids used to, like, say, Mr. Tommy, Mr. Tommy, draw with me. And then when I would, You're like, like nah, not bro. do it inside the lines, they'd be like, it's okay, Mr. Tommy. You don't have to. And, like, take it away from me. <laughs> when a kid shuts you down. Hard. <laughs> Oh god dang! All so right, so hold on. So dysgraphia, and, and I just have the basic question on this one. Hold on, I How just I'm work, having no, this imagination I, yeah. of like a Simpson episode yeah. where they have He's that Homer. invention. Yeah. No, he has <laughs> the invention where it puts on makeup with a shotgun. Do you guys remember that I episode? Do. Yeah. And they're like, she's like pushes the gun out of the way, and it blows like clown makeup all over yes. the side of the wall. I'm just imagining that no. or like that's the end product. The question like, I you have like there, it? Like you guys like it? She how old good, were you right? before you actually realized that was a thing? Because like I know a lot of people like who hold pencils weird and mm-hmm. they, they you watch them write and you're like, How the fuck are you doing this? And they could have that and they just may never have known that's a thing. Like how how long did that take you to figure out? 
Uh, I first started getting tested for dyslexia in like first and second grade when like okay. I had like my a my buddy uh, Chase uh, like uh, Chance a su- has it super high uh, reading level. Yeah, but then I couldn't figure out which way D's went. Yes, right, right. And so um, his and, was mixing letters. And so well, then, that's because he doesn't actually have dyslexia. No, no, I know, I know. Um, and so like I do numbers really bad. Uh, okay. if I don't pay attention. Uh, but my problem is, is like even if I'm paying attention to like how I write, like when in kindergarten kids start writing and it's really bad and you're like okay yeah it'll look better in a few months like mine never got better like until like fourth or fifth grade and then i'm looking like a maybe a first grade level so like okay, teachers so couldn't even like Jesus, yeah couldn't even read my writing here? and they're like well we can tell there's obviously kind of something going on upstairs and so they mm-hmm. just couldn't figure out like what was keeping me back and like preventing me because it was like Obviously, that I knew how to do the math problems. It just I could never yeah, get. If the right I asked answers. you the question, you understood it, but, right? But physically, what is doing your it. what is this condition called? A dysgraphia. Dysgraphia. Mm-hmm. So the reason I I, I mentioned that, like my buddy uh, Chansu has it. Um, he and I played D and D together. You know, and in like the thing was, he refused to read the books. And I was like, the fuck, dude! Like it's very simple stuff. It's not complicated. Um, but he got the D&D books on audiobook, and I was like, I didn't know that's a fucking thing. And he's like, no, I understand it so much better that way. And I was like, the fuck that's do really you mean cool. you understand it better that way? Like, how the fuck does that make sense? And he's like, no, no, it just just trust me. And then finally, he, he wasn't, you know, one of the guys who wanted to talk about it. And it took him a long time to tell me, like, oh, no, like, I have dyslexia. I can't read it. I can't, you know, write it out and all that. I'm like, all right, cool. All right, man, cool, buddy. Yeah. So does your dysgraphia prevent you from texting? No, I can text, uh, but, like, throwing a ball. Like, I could tell, like, when I did the virtual reality, like, setup for the first time. Wait, there's a virtual reality setup? What? Well, not with the dead people, but just, like, <laughs> playing video games. That's how we train. It's like, so what we do like is the we military. take the body. No, no. But, uh, and, like, the first time I did, like, a virtual reality setup, I knew it was realistic when I tried to throw something at the bad guy and it missed by, like, five miles. Okay. Like, I just have, like, literally. So you it's could, just hand to eye. Hand eye coordination, like, not, small, okay. fine motor skills, anything like that. I used to joke the so, reason I played rugby was because I could just run it, like, six foot two people. <laughs> you, I didn't have to worry about catching the ball. Was yeah. That, that was my whole thing for, like, why I was in swimming is, like, I can't run or jump or catch, catch or throw. Swimming is so much harder. In my opinion, like, but I, you don't have to do any of those things. You just, you just put have your to face not drown. in water and don't like. Every no, now and I then disagree you move your though, face to the right though. Yeah, I have to. Move. Well, you're supposed to do right and left. You're supposed to rotate. Oh, see, that's I why I wasn't very no, good. See, so I couldn't. I could never thing, rotate. Right? So I like I still suck at swimming. Like I can swim. Like I was in the navy. I'm not terrible, terrible, but like. The kicking and different arms at the same time, those are all different. Which is different. so surprising to me because you those are, are musically limbs. inclined. Yes, I can do these things. Fantastic. Throw my feet in. I am trash. Yeah. You don't have to use your feet. In swimming? No, yeah. I know. Like, I never did. All I did, paddle, it's fine. just yeah. like you're uh, climbing. All you have to do is operate your arms fast enough to make up for the lack of feet. <laughs> right? I, I agree with that. So, you guys, we didn't get to... Um, introduce how we knew each other tommy and i went to the same high school i was gonna ask actually but together. i didn't i did we ask we're on the swim team together. oh you swim as well yes I, uh, I did butterfly it. and long that's distance. why when he was worry. talking about like moving people and you guys were like you're small like what how could you move i'm like he's fucking like that's all muscle in there it's like, not that he's i've small, seen him like 750 <laughs> pounds is big that's true <laughs> but. well i'm 5'8 on a good day i wear cowboy right, right. boots which makes me feel 5'9 so it's not like i'm right a you got the heels you got the tom nine, cruise heels nine. 
the Robert Downey Jr. heels. Amen to that. Okay, All right, so, so final wait a minute. Questions. Wait a what minute. Do you got? What do you got no, over no, there? no, 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 no. Okay, so I have, I literally have one question left. Um, and the way that I worded it was tricky substitutions. Like, has there any ever been a time that you've had a body that you've had to like do something clever to preserve it or to make it look more presentable or like something a silly like that? putty nose? So my mentor actually, um, I did a new technique once when we had a lady get attacked by her dog after she passed away. Um, after, after, after like she before passed they away. found her. Yep. Um, the dog had eaten most of her face. And so if you've ever seen the mummy, um, when the, uh, the bad guy like chews on the scarab and that, that's exactly what people look like, by the way, that mm-hmm. movie is exactly on. And so she had to, you have to secure, um, create a cross hatch for the wax cause it was too big of a hole otherwise. Mm-hmm. And so she had to um, come up with a different type of wax that would apply to the skin, not damage it, but still be strong enough to hold a string across in a crosshatch pattern so that you could then build wax upon to repair that person's cheek. So she uh, puttied it like you do a wall. Pretty much, yes. Yeah. With a, uh, I, I don't remember what, uh, like it was. like silicone-based d- stuff or what? Yeah. Uh, it's just Play-Doh. So um, it's actually one of it's a uh, like it's just like a really soft wax. It's chewing gum. <laughs> it, um, so it like has the, the same mod- uh, Madame Tassoud or whatever. Yeah, the fuck exactly. It is. It's almost that exact stuff because yeah. it has the same density as a human skin. Right. And if you take a brush, you can look at the person's dimples like on the skin, mm-hmm. and yeah. then you take the appropriate brush and up. you dot it, and then it looks just matches mm-hmm. just right yeah. in, especially once you put makeup over it. Hmm. All right, Brittany, you got your your hand ready. Yep. Do you love the movie My Girl? The fuck? I do not. Okay. She grew up in a, a mortuary. Her dad was an undertaker. I didn't remember that. Yeah. I remember that dude so died got by dead bees. Like, under, I remember yeah, that being but a that's, thing. That's why she was all, she wasn't worried about dead people. He just couldn't see. You uh, don't love that movie? I don't. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hypothetically. It's a whole list of things like that. <laughs> that's a new one for me. I shit, what? read a thing on the internet. Oh, what? That hypothetically if you wanted to bury a body in the woods you dig your hole six feet yeah put in your dead person then fill it three feet and put in a dead dog and then fill it because so that another dog would find the dead dog and and then they would stop stop looking looking. yes is hypothetically in your area of expertise is that a thing that would work it seems to be a poor idea because you're banking on the fact that only one thing is going to find and not dig further and especially if somebody like a uh, CSI or other organization will know that it's been so um, if deeper. you dig down that deep, the amount of soil that you're going to do, unless you do it in a like perfect displace. pattern, displace um, not only the amount of time it would take you, but um, the soil is going to look different as you go down, yeah, like different layers. Right. Um, and then also if the animal digs up that first one, the cadaver dogs will f- still find what's underneath. So, to clarify, the answer is no. That's Myth not going to work. Mythbusters, myth yeah. Right. <laughs> Swamps are much better than forest. Anything okay. with moving land, water, anything that causes um, things to shift a lot. Because if you put that something in one place Disturbing constantly. Disturbing the evidence. Right. Um, especially like in a forest. Um, it can be there for a really long time. But swamps decompose things so quickly, especially in high heat. Right. Like, you high know, heat, yeah. High energy, high humidity. Okay. Um, what is why is six feet the standard? That is a good question. 
six feet under is just all you that's yeah. everybody how it knows is. six feet yeah why i just assume because back when people used to uh dig it by hand they couldn't get out of the hole if it got any farther but I actually that's don't not know. A bad, yeah, no, that's I'll not a bad that. point, actually. I didn't even think about being able to get back out. I wanted hole. to talk about like older, older techniques and stuff yeah, because yeah, there used to be there, like yeah. back in the day they used to um, put bells attached to people's fingers in, in case they in uh, case they were still that's alive actually when still they buried very, them. Very uncommon though for that to have happened. So can Jim- you tell us any other like cool historical things? I'm sorry, I interrupted. Britney's like uh, handful just of questions. Just that they used to use mercury before formaldehyde, hmm. um, but generally, like the uh, like the first idea, like a funeral, like in burying in caskets and stuff, um, wasn't until much later, like after America was founded. Right, it was uh, sex, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then the major problem and the reason that we started doing caskets and cemeteries Collapsing. and all that was because we kept embalming people with mercury, mm. and then we put mercury back in the ground, and then all of a sudden people kept getting sick, and we couldn't figure out why. It's because we kept the poisoning yeah. the ground with mercury. Go ahead, Brittany. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm interested. That's about it. Okay. If I was put into a casket for a reality TV show like Fear Factor, could I get out on my own? If they it, did that in Mythbusters. If it's oh. sealed, mm-hmm. and uh, then it doesn't matter if there's dirt on top of you or not, you're not getting out. So, so zombies are not well, a real concern. No. Well, okay. to be clear, though, and, and this is where the difference is, is that out of a casket by itself, if it's not like super hard oak or something like that, getting back out of it, the, the issue becomes if it collapses in, you you have the possibility to get out. But in current situations, like actually burying it in a steel box or in an actual concrete box. Okay, so like the Kill Bill but scene where she she was not in a concrete box. She was not in that. She it, was in a wooden. There was yeah. a MythBusters episode where they were able to escape, but it requires like the perfect circumstance. It's not like it's just going to happen. You're going to get out. Like it requires X, Y, and Z to line up. Like the right perfectly. kind of dirt, the right kind of box, the right kind of the right wetness, depth. the right kind of everything. Yeah. Like it's not just a. Uh, you could if X, Y, and Z lined up perfectly, but in the current age with concrete or steel, no, fuck out. The most common casket we sell and generally the cheapest is a twenty gauge steel. So you would have to be able to punch through that. And That's if, about what my uh, smoker is made of. Yep, yeah, and yeah. then if you have to seal that. That has approximately two to three thousand pounds mm-hmm. of because it has eight different hooking points. Right. That comes up, hooks, and then pulls the cast and down, mm-hmm. then hermetically yeah. seals it. Latches. Right. And For so, those of us who don't know what hermetically is, could you? Uh, prevents anything from the smallest microbes from getting in. So, mm-hmm. like, you won't be able to get like oxygen and stuff, but we can't guarantee that nothing can get in. It's a physical seal. I'm not worried about in. I'm worried about out. (laughs) Okay, have you ever dealt with, like, a toxic body? Yes, several times. What qualifies something? Thank you. What's a toxic body? Usually cancer uh, patients from uh, um, that had severe radiation treatment. Hmm. Do you wear a radiation badge for that? You don't. Um, It just, I haven't yet to deal with one where I needed to. We just knew that the person was, you know, we didn't spend a lot of time around them. Luckily, they were very small, so it didn't require a lot of... Right. Usually, at that point, they've lost a lot of weight and everything else goes with it. Right. Um, The only other thing would be that uh, there's a disease called Crux-Jacobson, where it makes uh, prions, which are like uh, 
small minuscule crystals that fly through the air. Mm-hmm. And if you inhale them and it gets to your brain, they start drilling holes. And, what the fuck? And it, it's, it's mad thing, cow yeah. for humans. Um, and that's what we're most scared of. And so as far as yeah, like no toxic shit. bodies, that's now I'm, I'm scared, scared of it. Of it. No. <laughs> uh, that scares like that scares me more than COVID of HIV of flesh eating bacteria. Yeah. Like when I got exposed to flesh eating bacteria, um, I had to go to the hospital ER, yeah. talk to the doctor and I asked him, if, you know, what happens once I take these pills? Like, how am I know if I'm going to be OK? He says, you're going to know if you're not going to be OK because your arm is going to start hurting and then you're going to come back here and we're going to take all the skin off all to the shoulder. And like, just, like, thanks, bro. Yeah, and he goes, and if that, that doesn't work, well, then you get stripped, <laughs> and if that doesn't work, you're dead. Oh, so okay. like, just you know, bing, bang, boom. With the Crux Jacobson, you will slowly watch yourself deteriorate over time. Hey. Next question, please. I don't want any more info, Brent. Shut the fuck up. What's your next question? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me change topics here. Um, have you ever had anybody that does like a? like a weird superstition like what's the weirdest superstition they were like we have to do it on this day it's got to be like this like what i need tuesday at high noon have you ever come across somebody that's like no i've got we've got to like this is or wiccan i gotta be on a full moon i guess right I had well a- i mean it's not even like religiously oriented because Brittany's I mean, like i'm not wiccan why are you fucking looking at me i'm not dead so why do i care true so we had a uh, family that had to do it on a certain weather and they paid for the like opening. they wanted a rainy day. No, they wanted a sunny day. Okay, <laughs> it had to be at a certain sunny at a certain time, and they actually paid for the grave to be opened and closed twice, which is like an extra like fourteen to twenty four hundred dollars yeah, no, that they're willing to pay. By opened, it, what does that entail? That that basically means that the uh, digging per- the hole, digging the hole. And the then, thing. Uh, cl- so closing it is filling the yep. entire hole. Filling, uh, filling. Holy shit, that is. Um, that's we, an we don't bury them in the rain. Mm-mm. Oh, it was even better. It was because they planned on the rapture to come because that's what the person had predicted beforehand. And so the, when it didn't happen the first wait, time, wait, they wait. were like, pull the what person out. What year was this? What year was this? 2008. Oh, nice. No, wait, 2012? Come on. 2012. No, it was 2012. Come on. It was, I'm I believe it was 2000. No, let Those 12, kids are loud. 13, something like that. Yeah. We I love them. All right, so Britt, next question. You're up. You good? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't a shitty question. It was legit. Everyone just assumes I'm being a cunt all the time. No, no. Please don't be upset at me. I'm not upset at you. That's what I was just asking. Do you have any more? No, but you just keep bringing up these great points. And okay. I thought my Her list was mind crap, goes but like, crazy. No. Okay. Oh, you're sparking all these other questions mm-hmm. from me. In a hearse. Hi, Hi, sweet girl. Hi, baby. We're almost done. I'll see you soon. Okay. I'm going to go take care of your kids. Yeah. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a hearse, you've got the two front seats, right? Yep. The driver and the passenger. Correct. Are there seats in the back? No. Is it like a rollout thing, like a gurney? So that some, the casket of, goes some on? of them have a mechan. So it's generally a granite slab, and some of them have a center, uh, mechanized center slab that can like fold out all the way, so that you could like extend the casket almost all the way out of the hearse and still be supported. So that like uh, 
you know pall bears and stuff can grab a hold mm -hmm. but generally it's just a uh, it's a granite slab or fake granite depending on the quality that you get mm -hmm. and uh, just rollers okay. and then it has a uh, a metal stopping point at the front and the metal stopping point at the back to prevent the casket from coming uh, to the front and greeting me should we be in a wreck <laughs> good to know have okay. you ever been in a wreck I have never, but I've had, um, while driving somebody to the airport, I had one of our limos go sideways on me because they, uh, they're long enough. If you hit the brake hard enough, the, the, the back tails. end will go out from yeah. under you. I got to go down uh, 244 and two lanes for a little bit. That was fun. Cool. What so, do you mean? I'm sorry, Brittany. What do you mean taking someone to the airport? Do you mean like, so like a um, body? No, actually, this was a individual like if you're grieving. that... The, and you have to go out of state for a funeral. The funeral home will arrange transportation for you back to your airport or your hotel or whatever. Yeah, in this case, the guys, um, the Uber was too expensive. And it was like 48 bucks, and I could tell he didn't have a lot of money. So I just offered to take him to the airport to help him out. That's nice of you. Tommy's a good guy, though. I mean, I get paid by the hour. Airport's a good trip. Right. Yeah. Okay, so actually, the reason I wanted to know about the back of the hearse is I saw this badass thing on Pinterest where someone had used the mechanism to put like a mobile bar set up. Yes, so, like, that would work. Like a fucking wet bar that you can pull out for like street parties and shit. That would actually work pretty <clears throat> darn well considering I've seen like 3,000 pounds held on that thing. So, I mean, but is it stable enough? Is there enough? That would be the granite slab. At first I was like, wow, that's kind of a heavy material to be putting inside of a vehicle, but that's a counterbalance, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, is there enough uh, finagling or... There's a word that I can't think of, like modifying, that you could run a mini bar out oh, of the back. You could definitely do it easily. The only problem is the uh, a hearse new is one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. How so much is a hearse used? That depends on what type I, of hearse you want. Yeah, I mean, I've seen like Cadillac hearses go for like thirty thousand mm -hmm. used from like the eighties, where they're like real shitty. Yeah, I it, would drive a hearse all they, fucking day. They I know get about that's why. Miles to the gallon. Yeah, and they are oh, okay. so expensive to operate because they're so heavy parts and stuff too yeah oh well we deal with like a wonderful cadillac dealership that replaces all of our stuff and ours are you know 2000 models early 2000s and the wear and tear from the just the weight of the vehicle is unbelievable could you remove that um marble though to be honest, I don't know. Granite. Okay. I imagine Granite, whatever. I Sorry. imagine you could because, like, should something happen to where it would crack or be damaged in some way... You would have to be able to replace it. Correct. Okay. Interesting. Okay, sorry. I'm going to have a hearse bar. Okay, so you know how every couple, whenever cop cars get upgraded, like you had the... What was the first one, the Crown Vic? Now, obviously not the first one, no, but, I mean, like... That yeah. Vic is a very common one. And now they're, like impalas or whatever you know right. what i mean do hearses have the same kind of turnover where it's like yours are early 2000 models but are there like 2020s that you're like fuck i wish we could afford that because they're super fancy or do hearses pretty much stay the same like do you have ac in yours we do have ac in ours and cd players which is super nice but they do come out with brand new ones but they tend to be super super expensive um, you know, for a hundred and thirty, hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty thousand dollars for something you need several of. But is it like highly modified? Like it has the whole flip up GPS, or is there like monitoring in the back? So like in case there's a zombie, it might be. Or is it just the same hearse kind of repackaged? They tend to be 
similar, but um, the st- they have structural differences. Mm, they're like they're the reinforced di- for sure. Right, like the Mercedes, the new Mercedes hearses, I don't personally like because the top just looks strange. Like it looks like you're trying to fit like a cone head type person like sitting in there, and I have no idea like why it requires that. There's a bubble. Yeah, like you don't need the casket to stand up on its end in the middle of the hearse. <laughs> Um, but, uh, for the most part, like a lot of the hearses, they're so expensive already. They won't add a lot of extra things because that's just one more thing for something to go wrong in. So quick question on that one. Cause I missed some of it. Maybe I, you've already asked it. I don't know. So I'm is gonna it going to buy a hearse and turn it into a bar? No, not that question. Oh, okay. So uh, do you think it's actually worth the price that they are? Or do you think there's a markup because it's a you hearse? You have to have it. Because, like, you can't not buy a hearse right. if you're a funeral home. My opinion is that there's no way there's not, like, at least some considerable markup. But I think the other problem is that it's such a specialized vehicle and there's so few sold. Yeah, they can. That we're basically paying for the line to be made itself. It's not like where you can make a Honda Civic and, you know, you know at least you're going to sell X amount a year. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to produce that many and they may have, like, a 2016 on sale for four years because there's only X amount of funeral homes that want, you know, X amount of vehicles. And some funeral homes will only buy certain vehicles in certain colors. Um, some funeral homes will only I've buy. only ever seen black. What else is there? Uh, there's hunter green. There's white. There's tan. Um, I've, I've seen. I've never seen anything other than black. I've seen uh, dark no, red, I, I bright red. I remember seeing like gray and green ones too. Yeah, uh, silver is a pretty common color as well. Hmm. I've seen, yeah, like charcoal color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. As long as everything matches, it's, the idea is to have a consistent have a fleet, fleet as far as color. Because like if we were to go through like a local drive through. Like, you could identify the color of our vehicle, like, the company from the color of our vehicle. Hmm. Like a drive-thru restaurant? No, if you had multiple going past, you know, like, that one like a, those guys. Like those a funeral procession. Guys. Oh, okay. I surely should have specified. We stopped to get fries in honor of the individual. <laughs> but, like, you didn't, you were rude in the drive-thru, so they're, like, calling. And, like, I saw a gray one. I know it's you bitches. Right. And yeah, yeah, I was exactly. a dick. Which one, though? Yeah. yeah, so like, if so it's not like you want to get one of each color so that you can serve all their clients, right? You They're want all the same. Your funeral home specializes this color, yeah, right? It's kind of like a you know a branding thing. Like if you see the blue vest, you know it's Walmart. If you see the tie dye hearse, you know it's us. Okay. Do you ever have anyone who's like, I really want this color, and then they so they go somewhere else? Uh, we we normally don't have people go somewhere else. What we do is we offer to rent um, whatever color oh, okay. they want on their, you know, So you just from call whoever. the other, right. know, like, hey, listen, I need um, There's also organizations that offer, like, a gentleman has a Harley hearse. I've seen that, yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, or, like, we've had individuals that mm-hmm. use, like, Clydesdales. Or we had one guy bring up that. his, um, like his dad's Model A that he worked on, and so they put his dad in the back of his own Model A. Funeral director sat in the passenger seat and sung. That's what I was going to ask. So if let's say I wanted to start a cemetery mm-hmm. funeral business, could I use like a truck with a camper shell? You could, as long as the, um, the loved Oklahoma ones were okay <laughs> with it. But we have had to do that before in severe weather instances. Where, like, you just can't get down the back road, individuals too far to carry, you know, however many miles. Yeah. So you just have to get, you know, Bubba's four-wheel drive and take him as far as you can until you can get him to the appropriate transportation. Okay. So a hearse is not legally required. Not legally required. Highly encouraged. Right. Okay. Fair. 
it, what's it clearly the, identifies. Yeah. What's the farthest you've ever had to travel for a body, or is there any kind of like limit on how far you can travel to pick up an individual? State lines is the question. Uh, so they have to have transport permit to go over state lines legally. However, the longest that I've ever heard of was deep southern Texas to Arlington National Cemetery. Because uh, Virginia, because uh, the gentleman didn't uh, like to fly. Right. Um, oh. Personally, yeah. There's an Arlington, Texas, as well. That's what I thought. It was no. deep Texas to Texas. Arlington is in Virginia. Okay, yeah. that's so. The story was cute, but now it makes more sense. You're like, that's the farthest I've ever seen. I'm like, I mean, that's far, but not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, okay. I'm on the same thing <laughs> yeah, too. Okay. Because yeah. It was no, like, yeah. Arlington, Arlington Cemetery. Because the gentleman didn't okay. like to fly. That's where the uh, Tomb of the Unknown Soldier is. That's right. where uh, you, sure. the military people. I know buried. what Arlington Cemetery is. Yes, I just always not in assumed it was in Arlington, so, Texas, like no. the Alamo or wherever. Yes, that is in Texas. But that's not the same. Okay. We try to calculate um, how to transport somebody in three ways. We calculate what uh, what it takes for us to go down there, get them, and bring them back. We calculate what it takes for the funeral home down there to bring them to us, and we calculate how much it takes to get a plane. Okay. And whatever ends up being cheapest for the family, that's what we end up doing. All right, so question on that real quick, and I think you might be in the same question. I don't know. So let's say family's in Oklahoma. You're vacationing in, I don't know, take another state, New York, doesn't matter. And we know you want to be buried with this funeral service so it's not new york that handles it it's oklahoma that would handle it and they would call and make all the arrangements in new york is that what happens it's, yeah. it's wherever the final resting situation happens that handles it and so it's your preferred funeral home no one can tell you like which funeral home you want to use so right. like, let's say like you trust us to take care of it but you want to end up in new york then you would like contact us and then we would make sure that you got to that location. Well, no, I'm thinking of just more of a vacationing thing. Let's say my, my preferred is here in Oklahoma, mm -hmm. but I'm on vacation. You mm -hmm. die in Florida. And I die in Florida. Does it cost me more now for my funeral because I died in a different state? Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're going to have to. Well, not always. So you could get cremated at wherever you were, and then your family can have you shipped, flown, right. or FedEx back. Overnight. Is that legal? Can you yes. FedEx somebody? You technically. Yes, you can. You have to. I know this it. because my um my partner is a mailman, yeah. and he sent me a text one day. He was like, "I have a ride along," and I was like, "I guess I can't send you any nudies today." And he was like, "No, nah, I don't think they'll care at all. Like he's not seeing anything." And then he sent me a picture of a box. Um, that was all taped up, and it said deceased body parts. Mm -hmm. Like, Shit. deceased body. <laughs> what? So he literally what? had to go and take it to an individual and have them signed yeah, for these I would remains. imagine it would be a signed. This is a sign upon Not received. I'd always say. required to be signed for. Yeah. What? <gasps> Wrong we house. Left it, my we bad. Left it the, uh, <laughs> we left on the porch. My bad. It's under the mat. <laughs> Porch Pirates got a real surprise with that <laughs> one. Uh, Cat litter again. <laughs> Fuck this. All right, Britt, you're up again. <laughs> Finish off with that question. I want to know, do you trade favors with other... Um, Sexual favors. Shut up. With uh, other bodies. No. <laughs> do you trade favors with other, like, funeral homes or anything like that? Like Are sexual you, like, favors, though. If you know that Mike down the road up! prefers a redhead <laughs> with their boobs cut off. My problem with that is that they never return the favor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sucks. <laughs> it's just always me giving, like, giving, giving. No return. I keep sending them that way, and all they keep sending me back is, like, the clowns that... <laughs> 
All right, so back to so your now question. it's like a weird dick pic where you're like, haha, I got this one, and I'm not sending her to you any fucking way. Okay. All right, so I know you're no, hands but are do you smudged. do you trade yeah. favors? There's there's a professional courtesy. Like we never want anybody's funeral to be bad. It's not because necessarily I like the other funeral homes. Honestly, personally, I could care less what they do. It's that I don't want that family to have a bad experience because whatever incident is preventing them. So, like, one time we had um, a hearse, um, the engine just blew up. I'm not a very good mechanic. It's why I play with dead people. But it just quit working. Um, radiator just, you know, shit the fan, whole thing overheated. A local funeral home came by, picked up the body and the funeral director within 20 minutes and got him to the and National Cemetery. The yeah. Because they had, um, at the National Cemetery, you have a 10-minute window to get there within a certain time. And if you're not there within that 10-minute, they start. Then your time starts. Once your time ends, your time ends for that day. And if you don't make the burial, you need to reschedule and still pay the full amount. GTFO. Oh Jesus. All right. Yeah. Crazy. What do they call really that cool, in the service industry when you have like a side station, like an area buddy or whatever? Mm -hmm. What's it called? Fuck, I don't know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember off the top of my head. God. Beers. <laughs> Any other questions? We're at an hour and a half, by the way. Fuck. Okay. Um, have you ever? God damn it, cat! I'm going to. <laughs> She's trying to finish her you. question. Cat <laughs> was. Sh she didn't say shit for the first entire episode. Now she's like Miss Chatty Kathy here. I have two pages of Chatty questions. Kitty. I'm here. running out of hand. I'm on wrist. <laughs> Go, Brittany. Go. That's what she said. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Do you guys also own the limousines? Yes, we do, though um, it's not always a financially viable situation. Our limos tend to cost us way more money than we make off of them. Okay, so do you have to have a special license to drive a limo or a hearse? No, you do not. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you were going to prom, hypothetically, could you rent a limo from you guys? We don't do That's that because we don't limo, uh, trust teenagers. But also, we don't have the party limos. Ours go into uh, right, they're three all different facing doors forward. that everybody faces forward. Yeah, it's not the same what? kind of limo. Okay, so no. Yeah, it's not. So the, there's it's not like the, bench seating. Yes. Yeah, three bench, bench seats. Yep. Yeah. So, well, uh, two bench seats and two yeah. captain chairs, or whatever you call it. Uh, uh, total uh, passing. We can have nine Eight. people nine? total. Nine? Uh, we have a, actually a center seat in the front. Oh, shit. It's only good if you have a real skinny ass. Yeah, I was going to say. Okay. Michelle Pfeiffer only. Mm-hmm. Catwoman. I. <laughs> Do people tip you? Ooh. Only if they're Yankees. Only if they're Yankees. What yeah, like if they're from the Northeast, okay. um, like you know, they talk with an accent, or if they like talk with their hand a lot, then uh, they tend to tip you. If they're from the South, they never tip. Well, no shit. I but wouldn't no, tip you. But no, can you accept tips? Is more. Oh what yes, I'm yeah. So in my job, people try to tip, but I'm not allowed to accept them. Yeah, I've seen a funeral director actually. Um, an individual passed away who was a very wealthy individual. We had his funeral in a basketball arena. And the wow. funeral director was tipped a thousand dollars. Okay. So, Damn. but they also tipped um, everybody who was a janitor or anybody who like cool. did any kind of cleaning, like, like an attendant. So if I went well, to the awesome, funeral, like, I also that, got honestly, well, no, you would have got a hundred dollars. Okay, legit. But no, like that. that's legit though. Like, I that's not something I would have even thought about though. Like, not not that, you know, I think it's okay to. But it's your final service. Well, no, like, but I would want to, as the as the person passing, I'm sorry you have to deal with this. 
here's a hundred bucks. And I want to put that in, into my will for like everybody who has to deal with my dead ass body. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. Like, that's an interesting thing. I don't think I would have thought of is that like, I want to put I it, I literally, I think I should put money in my will to say, listen, if I have this available, everybody has to deal with my dead ass body is going to get a tip. Every single person who has every to, single person. The medical examiner. Doesn't matter. The, okay. Yeah. And that's, that's in the will. Fuck it. Like you're going to get a tip. Thanks for dealing with my dead fucking body. Nice. It will okay. be the most touched person at a funeral home. <laughs> one person's going to do More than eye, what you already touch people other. is what you're saying. He's going to call his wife and be like, babe, come touch this body real quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, not again. God damn it, yeah, Tommy. Yeah. yeah. This is why we quit doing crowd surfing. <laughs> Ew. Do you see ghosts? Do you believe what? in ghosts? So I don't necessarily believe in ghosts in the traditional sense. In like the corporeal okay. sense? Yeah, I mean, I've worked in too many funeral homes and creepy situations where people are like, I saw a ghost, and you're like, you're obviously just on meth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but That's uh, such an Oklahoma thing. Mm-hmm. But people have been, you know, touched in strange ways, and I've seen yeah, people... says the guy, never mind. <laughs> Was it you? Did someone touch you in a strange way? To be fair, I'm not Catholic, but... <laughs> Right, it wasn't a priest. Tommy, I get I'm it. so I'm so sorry that my friends are harassing you. Like <laughs> yeah. If you were Catholic, like, it would be normal. Right. So. so Brittany will not give it up. She's so like, you're, you're doing something nefarious. Let's with immediately bodies. wrap this and go into a 30 minute after hours. I have a really like a bummer question. Okay, so we're no, we're in hour 30. So no, let's okay. wrap it. Right. Let's immediately wrap this. Give me a goddamn yeehaw. Woman. Yeehaw. No. 